What up, dog? Welcome to the Happy Hour with Q podcast. I'm your host, Q. And today I got one of my good friends with me. She has her own podcast entitled Hey. Right? I'm getting it right. Hey, friend. <laughs> it's best friend convos. This is searching for it. Okay. Best friend convos. Asia, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. How you been? I've been good. How you been? I'm in all right. Uh... Not having a haircut, it's depressing, but I'm, I'm making it. How you been um, trying to handle this quarantine without being able to, you know, go how you please? Um, well, you know, I'm introverted, so that part for me isn't too tough. I've been um, working from home and just, you know, ordering my groceries online so I can just go pick them up because they have like this little like pickup time slots. Mm-hmm. So, uh, social distancing part of things hasn't been too difficult for me. I, I try not to go out. Yeah, you you one of my other friends that don't like people like that either. So you this this fits good for you, right? <laughs> I, I mean, I wish this wasn't this. I wish this wasn't the situation that this is why um, mm-hmm. this is happening. But I was already looking for work from home jobs because I do like time to myself, and right. so that aspect of it, it's not bothering me at all. Cool. So before we dive into our conversation more about the quarantine, I like to introduce my drink of the week. So I've been seeing all the hood rats. No offense to anybody, they've been drinking this uh, Neo Patron. I've been hearing so much about it. I think I had it one time. So uh, when I made my little happy hour run, I had purchased some Neo Patron. It's kind of, I guess, it's like Patron. Uh, the gold version of it, like how you know how Jose Cuevo is gold. So I picked this out for to be the drink of the week. Um, I had an appetizer. I had some potato skins. I actually made some homemade potato skins. Uh, they turned out to be pretty good. Chef Q in the building. So I did my thing on that. And um, I just want everybody to enjoy their week coming up. I know it's still boring. You can't go as you please. And things like a little crazy right now, but try to enjoy, have a drink, sit back, relax, binge watch some TV, be productive, pick up a language, read a book, do something. So I'm just encouraging everybody out there to continue to be productive and just don't, I guess, I guess you want to say don't fall into depression, don't be sad and everything. But um, speaking of that, um, I know me and you talked off air about the quarantine, how it's affecting us. And how it's affecting us from seeing our loved ones. Uh, if you could just tell me a little bit how it's affecting you when it comes to seeing some of your family. Because actually, I don't think the audience know that you're not in um, the state of Michigan right now. You're located in Georgia, right? Yeah, I am. I'm in Georgia. So, uh, um, due to what's going on, my mother is, she's in Georgia, but she's two hours away. And mm-hmm. being that she's ill, I haven't seen her in a while. Uh, my uh, my boyfriend is abroad, and all of my family and friends are in Detroit. So it's just been me here, and uh, I really would like to see those people, but you really can't tell when that would be. Absolutely, because um, you know this pretty much the state. It seems like the whole United States they keep pushing out the date of when we can get back to normalcy because of the rapid rate in different states. Um, I really don't have an idea when it will get back to where we can see them loved ones. I'm in the same boat as you. Um, 
my mom and my grandmother lives uh, I say about 15 10 minutes away from me mm-hmm. and and it's hard because they're like right there but I can't go see them yeah. uh, my my little son he he's at his uh Brayden he's at his mom's house and I haven't really seen like a FaceTime him but you know it's not the same so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm battling that a lot and I want to ask you this as well. When it does return to normalcy, some type of normalcy, do you think what we consider once normal has changed, like society is going to change? Maybe for some. I mean, it's some people that's going out now because they can't stand to stay in the house. Like, they trying to party at the Kroger. I was listening to The Breakfast Club (laughs) today, and Boosie said that he go to Walmart because going to Walmart is like being at the mall. You know what? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and he said he going there buying crab legs and everything, and he get dressed up and go to Walmart and turn up. So I think a lot of people. I think I think the underlying issue is a lot of people have issues with uh, dealing with themselves and like hearing their own voice or dealing with their thoughts. And some yeah. people never have to do that because they're always doing something. So. For those people, I don't think it's going to change much. But for those people who, like, lost a loved one or they are, like, trying to be cautious about catching anything, they're going to be like, yeah, I'm going to still wear gloves yeah. and I'm going to still keep my distance. And it's going to, I think some people will suffer a PTSD that's going to take some time to get over. And that's what I, I was thinking, too, because um, my job has, has us working from home. I decided to volunteer for a furlough so I could have more time with my son to teach him since school is out I think our furlough for us is for like a month but I'm, I'm taking that month to be productive and get him good so he won't fall off of anything but just me thinking about even though we'll get clearance just returning to work my anxiety the way my anxiety is set up I'm going to keep thinking the worst I'm going to try to be positive but just being in the office setting around other people, you don't know where these people been at in these last two months and we're returning to work. We don't know who has it and who doesn't because the testing hasn't got to the point where everyone is accessible to it, where we can test. You can have it and don't even know it. And then you're spreading it to everybody else. I just think it's going to be a while, especially for jobs that are currently working from home now. I think it's going to be a while before they actually return to the office. I think people are going to be like, hey, I'm not comfortable yet. Hey, and jobs are going to be in positions where they're going to have to grant those people. Or you might get some asshole companies that say, hey, you don't return this office. We got to let you go. You know, so it, it becomes tricky and dicey. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you make your money, they might let you stay home. But at the end of the day, like even companies have been remodeling the way that they have their floor set up because they want to be able to watch you, see what you're doing, watch you from afar. So this mm-hmm. whole work from home thing isn't something that companies are going to want to continue to do because they want to see what you're doing, you know? Exactly. And to me, I think I, when, I, when I'm getting that cue to go back to work, I'm definitely going to be protective. I'm going to have my sanitized wipes. And it's not even the things of me just being negative. It's just being protective of myself. Um, we still have, like, very low knowledge of this virus, um, this is something, again, that, you know, we have never experienced before. Not back in like the 1900s, they had uh, pandemics that were really bad. And I think this one is a lot worse just because the people 
in the, today's time, 2020, we have transportation. We got so many things to do when it comes to going outside. Even though they shut things down, people are still finding ways to party. So mm-hmm. back then in the 1900s, if, some, if the government told you not to do something, you would stay still. But now with, with the population even being bigger and people not being as disciplined as they once were back then, then now it's going to cause more issues. So it's, it's going to be a long road before I think we are able to, uh, I guess, move as we want. Yeah. And but then, it'll be worth it because we'll be safe, I guess. Yeah, that's true, too. That is true. So what it, What do you think? I know we talked that you said even though if they do give the clearance, you're not going to be rushing to go out right away. But what is one of the first things you're going to do when you're able to go as you please? Well, you know I'm boring, cute. It really ain't too much. <laughs> It's really not too much that I want to do that I'm not doing. Like you, you close to the A, so you I know mean, they're gonna I, be turning up. No, no, I don't <laughs> do that. No, I probably see my mom to be honest. Just see my loved okay. ones and yeah, um, see my boyfriend, see my mom, uh, you know, stuff like that. Just see people I love, like because you know, watching movies while I work is not is not taxing on me you know what I mean right I've been really enjoying not being able to do my hair <laughs> like not having to do my hair having ponytails and all that so yeah really just seeing your loved ones because you you don't I mean you know how they are you can talk to them you can FaceTime but it's not the same you can't nah. hug them you can't be near them and for some people I mean I know I'm speaking about my personality but I know for some people that that's hard because yeah. some people, you know, they may have never gone this long without seeing their loved ones. So, yeah. you know, praying for everybody because that's difficult. Absolutely. Like, I think about my grandma. She's the last, pretty much the last grandparent that I have. And, you know, the, she's in her 90s. Um, my mom's taking good care of her. And just the thought of, like, not being able to use these valuable you know this valuable time to go see her it does hurt me a lot but i know it's, it's for her best interest because again you know it's like i said in previous episodes shit i'd be having allergies and i'd be thinking like hey, i'm already symptoms or hey is something wrong with me and that uh-huh. that makes me very leery even going around my mom my mom's and not to put her age out there um <laughs> but she's she's middle aged and she you know she's at risk a higher risk um, she doesn't have a whole lot of health, you know, issues previously, but I still don't want to endanger them, you know, yeah. or that, that guilt would, I will never go away. So I just keep my distance and, you know, communicate telephone. But again, like you said, you can't touch them. You can't see facial expressions unless, you know, it's a visual of uh, FaceTime or Google mm-hmm. or something like that. So it, yeah, you're right. It definitely, it could be, uh, kind of hard for people that's so used to being in front of their loved ones uh did you, let me ask you i know you you're not into politics so you don't know as well but you feel like the government is doing everything they can to help the people when it comes to this coronavirus i don't even know how to answer that because <laughs> i think it came i think i think it came from the powers that be so i really can't say i really have no idea all is I it, do know, huh? It is weird, though, with some of the, the things that I've been noticing. And I've, I've always been the person that try to stay away from conspiracy. But when it's like 
pretty much out there broad daylight and you can just see how everything is moving and you're intelligent you can pick up on things like I pick up on just certain how they knew about this virus supposedly months ahead of time how all of a sudden Netflix has a show called Pandemic that comes out right before the virus like it is so much shit that just makes me feel the same way that for like the government put this out and it got out of control and now they're trying to control but I wouldn't even just say I wouldn't say the government because it's a lot of governments involved right because it's like it's a world issue correct yeah but I will just say like that's why I said the powers that be whatever that is whatever you know whatever that is because but you know I was reading this book Medical Apartheid and it talks about the experimentation of people of color from colonial times to the present and so, you know, sometimes people who, sometimes people think that some having some, these types of ideas are outlandish, but it's not when you know the history of things that was done to people of color and in, in, in history period all over the world. So, you know, that's why regardless as to whether you think that it's real or you think that it's not, it's important to stay inside because you can never underestimate someone wanting to harm you, especially as a black person. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I've, I've heard theories of this is a way to to extinct the baby boomers, to cut down on social security, to make sure our economy is up running and up running in a different beat uh, from previous presidencies and previous times in the world, which does make sense, you know. But again, like you said, that I don't think it's just us issue. It's no, it's a world thing. Yeah, it's a I world think- issue. So many times, like when we think about stuff, we just think about it in the scope of America. Mm-hmm. But you got to think about Italy. You got to think about the whole world. And these are places that have totally different governments. So, you know, whatever is the reason, you know, I try not to personally worry of it too much because I think that's why so many people have decided not to participate in social distancing because they're believing whatever idea they have in their mind. Mm-hmm. But it's like, at the end of the day, like you said, like, we see we're seeing people die at an alarming rate and we're seeing that it has for whatever reason become predominantly black when it wasn't to begin with yeah remember when they first said that black people couldn't catch it and it was just for older people and it seemed like that theory just went out the window when you see people around your age or seeing people the same color you were passing away um i have friends uh, parents that's been affected by it and it's hurting my heart you know some are getting better some I don't really know that update or status of but um, I just had a you know friend lose they loved one uh, the other day so it's just kind of like I'm like man this is something to be serious about so when I be seeing people you know not just singling out Detroit but when I see these people out and about throwing parties and stuff I just I don't I don't understand it I know maybe like you said the voices in their head is getting to them so they're saying well you know it ain't gonna hurt for me to invite such and such over we gonna do this we gonna do this we gonna have a bonfire we gonna party but I'm looking at it from it like why even risk it you know Mm -hmm. I agree so I'm trying to like you know not trying to be funny but it's like you having a party at your crib and then your after party gonna be at the hospital Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gonna be at the hospital yeah. trying to trying to figure out what happened wrong. I just seen an article where a barber, you know, I I never pressure my own personal barber to cut my hair, even though I need one. I'm looking crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, a barber was doing house calls and he was still cutting hair through these times, and he ended up getting sick and he just passed away. 
So that right there was putting everything in uh, perspective for me and say, hey, this haircut ain't that important, man. Go ahead and brush your hair, put your do-rag on, comb your hair out, get a fro. Hey, you know, natural hair is in anyway. You know, so let me, you know, let me not try to pressure myself to do everything. Even when I'm at the store, um, I try to get everything and more. Like I try to get more than what I need, so I don't have to go back and forth. And in mm-hmm. North Michigan, we did have the pickup service, but then they actually canceled it out. So it's almost like they're making us go to the store because I, I know my aunt. She, her, well, both my aunts, they went to the store. They have to go through like senior citizen hours, like early in the morning. They have like a senior citizen hour where they can go and shop, and it's just for them. And um, they pick up their items, but usually they're the ones that use the service of pickup. So I'm glad that Georgia is still allowing you guys to be able to pick up your groceries. Yeah, we do. We I go um, well for now anyway. Um, I been I can go to Whole Foods because I'm a Prime member and they all do it like the same day. But Kroger, mm-hmm. you have to you have to do it a week in advance, so that's convenient. But some things you can't get like. Kroger won't give you bottles of water at pickup. You got to go in for that. You can't get toilet paper or paper towel at pickup. You got to go in for that. And yeah, and also, um, when I was with the store, there's a limit on what you can get. Like, you can't get more than one, I think, one thing of milk. You can't get more than two big rolls of toilet paper. It's just a limit, just to be fair to everyone. Um, I'm not going to lie. I was gonna take all the toilet paper, even though I'm, I'm not even the guy that went, the first thing I thought about was getting toilet paper. I didn't go out to get any toilet paper until I actually really needed it, and I realized like, man, this is scarce. Yeah. <laughs> so I I grabbed a big, what was it, 18 roll of toilet paper, picked it out, put it in my bathroom. Just I got it now. Um, I don't go through toilet paper like that like crazy, but it's good to have. And then mm-hmm. I start running low on paper towels. And that was scary for me because I could not find any until yesterday. I was at, excuse me, I was at the store and I went to the store and it was two left. Uh, shout out to the white girl that was in front of me. She uh, she grabbed hers first and she looked at me and I was like, damn, is she about to either grab, try to grab two, even though I think it's a limit or is she going to let me get the other one? And then she kind of gave me that look to get the other one. I grabbed it. And that was the last paper towel because I ran out completely. And luckily I got it. But this, you know, this is scary times, man. We have to really stick together. Um, again, I won't. I wish everybody would be more productive. Take this time, you know, although finances is a issue. Take this time to learn more about your finances and also just learn more about yourself. Um, even though you've been working from home, is is there anything else you've been doing on your time off? Uh, well, I I um, working on my podcast. I blog, but not as much as normal. Because mm-hmm. um, working from home is still working. You know that it's not like oh, yeah. you still got to be on. You still got to be paying attention and stuff. So it's like I'm still the same amount of busy. Uh, watching movies, you know. But it is nice when you work from home that you can do tasks too. Like you can run the dishwasher, you can vacuum some, you know, take a minute and vacuum. So yeah. you can put a load of clothes in the washer if you need to. So it's nice to be able to do those things because when the weekend comes, it's not like okay, weekend I have to do everything. Right, and that's kind of the things 
I think us as adults run into not feeling like we have enough time during the week to get to all the things we need to do. Um, I know I run into those obstacles throughout the week where I'm sitting there they're like, damn, I got to clean up. I don't feel like it. I'm tired. I just got off work. I don't feel like it. So when you're at home working from home or whatever, you can put some dishes in the dishwasher, put some clothes in the washer or dryer, you know, start cleaning up a little bit piece by piece. And that's what I've been doing. Um, I've been trying to read more. Um, it's a little hard. Like I said, this is the first week I started my furlough. So I, I expect to breathe a little bit more. Um, also, I've just been kind of just taking time to just relax. You know, me and my buddy Devin that was on a previous podcast, we were talking. We always have many conversations, actually, about just taking a break from work and be able to ease our mind. And although these are unfortunate circumstances, I'm just taking this time to just be relaxed and ease my mind a lot. So that's been helping me get through this quarantine time and shut down and being away from loved ones and just having time to myself to just figure out what I want. You know, I've been thinking about a lot of things as far as my environment, my job. Uh, my location, everything to mm-hmm. when when things are up and running, I can start just going full force in everything I wanted to do. What you mean location? <laughs> so honestly, uh, I've talked with a few friends. Um, I've been thinking about moving out of state uh, mm-hmm. more, more and more. I have a few friends that I uh, like. My friend Carl, he's like my brother. We don't talk every day, but that's like a true brother to me and. You know, showing, seeing him over the years relocate and be happy and not mm-hmm. just settling. Um, my boy Ross, um, my friend Shantae, just even you, Asian, just mm-hmm. taking them steps to move and, you know, be at peace with it. I think my problem is is the, the fear of the unknown. Is it going to work? So that's what I've been kind of really placing in my head. But I've really been thinking about uh, moving out of state. Okay. How did how how did you um with you as far as like trying to move out of state? What was your mindset? And what was your thinking of it? Um, what was my initial? I just kind of felt like I don't have no reason to not like. It was hard getting jobs at that time in Michigan, and um, I just felt like I know here that it was a lot of jobs and. that wouldn't be something that I would probably like even if I was it would be better to be unemployed here than to be unemployed there I felt like because I felt like the opportunities were greater here Yeah. and then I just kind of like I made my own plan I didn't know what I was doing it was it had to be like the end of it was the end of April and I was like I'm just I think I want to move out of town so I changed my cover letter well first I bought a plane ticket which was probably dumb because (laughs) Why would I do that? But I bought a plane ticket from like May the seventh through the eleventh, okay. and then I changed my cover letter. This had to be. This was the end of April, like April twenty something, and I changed my cover letter and I said I will be in the Atlanta area during these dates, and I want to interview, and so I would apply to jobs, and then I would follow up. I would look for the person's name on LinkedIn, find them, and then email them. Mm-hmm. And I was at first like that was my job, like for, well that was my job for like. The, the two weeks right yeah and the first week i was like ain't nobody called me back this was such a stupid idea because i didn't have no money at the time so i'm like this is incredibly dumb mm. but um it seemed like the that last week everybody started calling me 
And so when I came down here, I had interviews lined up. I had three days of interviews lined up. I looked for an apartment and I moved. Um, that was in May. Mm-hmm. I quit my job the end of May and I moved. I was moved here at the end of May and I started my job here June 3rd. Wow, that's good. So I did all of it in a month. So damn, it's been almost a year? Uh, it it will be a year in June, yeah. It well, don't even so. seem like that. It seemed like you just did this in like September, October. I did not, I did not know it was a year already. Just about, you know, a couple months away. That's crazy. I didn't, I didn't tell nobody. Like I didn't really tell people. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes that's the best thing to do. Don't announce things until you you know it's set in stone. I've learned that over the uh, course of time to do that. Um, yeah, yeah, but that's that's been heavy on my mind. Even if it's not, I'm still gonna stay here. Just changing, yeah. just changing something about me or changing something to make me feel good. So that's what I've been, you know, thinking about is quarantine. But I do want to get into your podcast and blogging before we go. Um, I love your podcast, and you just start. You actually, like I said, you actually inspire me to get back in the podcast because you you know you would keep kept hitting towards it and we always had these deep conversations and i always thought in my head like this should be good for podcasting but i didn't think you'd be into it and when you finally mm-hmm. said that you were going to do it i was happy and it inspired okay. me and gave me the you know kick in the butt to go ahead and go forward with it so um tell me a little bit about your podcast and your blogging um, so, well, first I started with my blog. It's heyfriend.com, H-E-Y-Y-F-R-I-E-N-D. Okay. I had Hey Friend first, and I write about different various topics that I feel like appeal to women my age, people my age. And what I realized is a lot of people don't. I have a substantial amount of readers, but I feel like people are more to read when they know your personality. And so I felt like my personality, people could get to know me on another level. My tone of voice, my my sincerity in my voice or lack thereof by hearing me on a podcast. So I really got the podcast because I was I was interested in the writing and I wanted the two to meet. But what I've realized is it's two just totally different audiences, so it doesn't matter. But I like podcasting too though. I like podcasting too. And hey friend podcast, we basically talking about the same thing. I'm just talking to people like they're my friends. Because I feel like a lot of times we don't have people to talk to. And especially as adults, it's harder to make friends. So when we need advice, so we have topics we want to discuss, it's kind of like we either talk to our old friends or we don't. We deal with it on our own. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of women out there dealing with stuff on our own. So I just try to bring topics that I think will interest people or something to start a conversation or people to DM me and tell me what they think. And so that's basically what it's about. I think too that's one of the dopest things I had somebody told me they listened to my podcast I, I have no idea who this person is but they listened to it and they had quotes quoted something I said on the podcast and you know like I said I've been doing podcasts before I've never had that before so just having other people listen and can relate or even people that disagree with you it's just a healthy conversation and with your podcast I enjoy it because it's just it's straight to the point it's thoughtful, it's detailed, and it gets you thinking. Because I, um, like I said, I had listened to the podcast with you and your significant other, and that was really good. Like just talking about, um, you know, kind of the background of him, and then you guys just having that dialogue. I was like, oh, this is kind of dope. So, yeah. 
I'm hoping to hear more podcasts from you. Hint, hint, you know. Well, we'll see what he got going on. You know. <laughs> what he got going on. So, we have fun. With, with your blog writing, um, I think you had a question you asked me about how do you date during this quarantine? Oh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I did. I did a blog about that, actually. And um, that is a good question. And uh, like I said, before we go, I would like to dive into that for a minute. Uh, dating right now is, to me, in my opinion, is like you said, it's going to be everything's going to be virtual. But, you know, a lot of us want to see that person, you know, in person to see if it's going to be the same. So um, I don't even know how it could work. You know, I at first I thought it could. I told you, like, yeah, it could work. You know, if you really like that person, you talk to them all the time. You know, when you see each other, it means more. But then I'm thinking, like, I mean, somebody would get bored all day just talking to someone, you know. They might want to do something, some activities with them as far as, like, dinner or, you know, a movie or anything like that. So uh, in your blog, what did you uh, actually come up with that, in your opinion, did you say it was impossible to do it right now? No, I said do it. You know what I think? I think I, I listened to this minister, Michael Beckwith, and he was basically saying when we want something so much, like, and we obsess over it, it's like we sending, we want saying, I want it, I want it, I want it. And it's like we telling the universe, I don't have it, I don't have it, I don't have it, which draws it away from us. Mm-hmm. But when we're in a place where it's like, I'm gonna, I'm going to um, actively seek it. However, if it doesn't happen, I'll live. It's kind of like that's when things come about. I never would. A lot of times, I hear uh, like it's almost like women think that they're like tricking the universe by saying, "I'm not even worried about it right now." When they're <laughs> clearly worried about it, like we, yeah. we all, God know you still worried about. It. But um, not that everyone is, but some people. But it's like. You don't have to lie and say you're not worried about it. I feel like actively seek. Like, actively seek what you want. Um, seeking, you will find. Seeking is part of it. If you're looking for a job, you're not just going to sit there and be like, well, I'm going to just hope that I get a job. You're going to put the resumes out, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like you kind of have to just put yourself in the atmosphere of what you want. Now, whether or not you're going to get it is something different. It may come when you're not anticipating it. But just still have your profile. You know, if somebody hits you up, say, see what's up with them. I don't think going to nothing with with high expectations, because that's when you get disappointed. Yeah. But, you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for real, like, I don't think it's ever okay to have high expectations, to be honest. Because you'll right. always be disappointed. But just be pleasantly surprised. But yeah, like, I would still try it. Like, I feel like it can go one of two ways. Either that person is at home with nothing to do because they got laid off, so they talking to like lots of girls. Right. They ain't got nothing to do, so it's nothing when it's over to just go have sex with all the girls. Or <laughs> maybe they really are just they meet you, they vibe with you, they interested in you, they want to get to know you. So if that's the case, then it's worth it. But you would never know whether you meet them online or whether you meet them in person. So think about it: how many people have you met in person? that didn't work out like all of them right yeah <laughs> so it's, it's really it's really no way to know and i would just say don't give up i would if i were if i were single i would still probably have a profile and i would probably still attempt to meet people or at least converse with them mm-hmm. so basically just shoot your shot you might make it 
you might make it, but people are really like getting in the DMs and all of that. Yeah, it is. It's getting deep now. Um, it's it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be crazy when everything you know when we're able to move as we want because I think also people are going to start engaging a lot more because they going to miss that interaction with someone else i think yeah. <laughs> now, i think it's just going to be going crazy um yeah it's i feel like i kind of feel that you got to have the right personality and you got to have the right intentions in order to date around this time if you just trying to do a hookup i mean that hookup ain't gonna really come unless y'all just really don't care about y'all lives and y'all just gonna meet up during quarantine but <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. What if they, 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 you know, they might be plotting for later. They might be they, like, okay, they could. work in, and then when it's over, then I'm going to get them. Damn. That sounds like, a, you got it. You sound like, man, you sound like but some dude. True. Yeah, like, I know some dudes that think like that. So, yeah. <laughs> they like, I, I get her once everything goes, but I, I understand the thinking, though. Even as a man, I, you know, I understand that, like, okay, we're going to build, 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 and then once everything comes in, we're going to, do whatever hopefully it turns into a relationship but who knows because a woman might be thinking like well he put in all this time why would he be <laughs> talking to me if he don't like me because girl he ain't had nothing better to do in the game was getting boring and he wants to take a break for a minute that's <laughs> he got tired of the 2k cheating exactly. he, thought, he thought he'd just see what's going on with you and everything so yeah i understand that but Asia, thank you so much for coming on the Happy Hour with Q podcast. We got to do it again. I want to have where, um, you know, I have multiple guests at at one time, so we all can just talk and we all can vibe. And oh working. yeah! And definitely, you, like I said, thank you again for being an inspiration and getting my podcast started. And appreciate your friendship and all that. So I'm, you know, I'm giving my yeah, I'm giving my flowers. You know, you know, I don't want you to be dead and gone and I'm at your funeral crying and I ain't tell you so I, I, I'm gonna tell you now before a year 50, 60 years and now you know well, whatever happens well same here you was on my podcast when I first started and oh, you yeah. gonna come back you gotta oh, come yeah. back I got some shit to say oh wow so okay <laughs> come back and say your shit then <laughs> so before uh, can you plug where we can find your podcast and where we can find your blogs at Yes, if you look up Best Friend Combos, I'm on uh, Apple, Spotify. It's all in my link, which is on my Instagram, which my Instagram is H-E-Y-Y underscore F-R-I-E-N-D underscore. And my blog, if you would like to read it, is HeyFriend.com, which is H-E-Y-Y-F-R-I-E-N-D dot com. All right. Again, Asia, thank you. And you can find Happy Hour with Q podcast. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Happy Hour with Q. I'm on Spotify. Again, Asia, I don't know why I'm not on Apple Music. I be talking about this every episode. I'm I got beef for Apple Music. Oh for real. my goodness. Still That's ain't on it. It's gonna happen. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Cause I don't know. It should have been happening, but it's gonna happen soon, real soon. I'm hoping. So yeah, I'll be on I'm on Spotify. And I'm also on Anchor, the Anchor app. Um, I'm working on getting on more platforms. And oh yeah, mm-hmm. as a, I know you don't see that's I can't ask you this because you don't, why? Because you know, you, you a you kind of like a vegan, so you don't really eat meat like that. But I'm gonna ask you from your previous days, mm-hmm. uh, your your wing pre- preference. Did you have a wing preference? When I you did, eating? and I used to only eat flats when I did eat meat. 
it's been a while. It's been like five years, but I did only eat flat. <laughs> so, what's the what's your opinion? What's the difference between flats and drugs? It just was. I don't know. I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> I don't even really remember. Like I said, it's been so long. I just know I was adamant about that shit. Like all flats or nothing. Yeah. You give me a drumstick, it's out. And you know how particular I am about everything. Yeah, definitely. You you probably. You probably tell them to take that all that shit back. Until you know I'm flat. telling them to take that shit back. I'm like, no, thank you. I just will go on without my wings if I could just have my money back. And I appreciate you for that. I ain't gonna be nasty about it, but I don't want that. I said I want flat. I want flat. Okay, I can't. I can't even argue with it. You, everybody has their preference. Me, I don't. So I can't expect everybody to be like me. But I always ask all my guests what they prefer. <laughs> but, but thank you again, Asia. You're welcome. Yeah. And thank you, everybody.